in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So today is the third Sunday of the Coptic month of Missouri, and this is the last month of the Coptic calendar, the Coptic year. We'll be celebrating a new Coptic year next month on September 11th. Um, and usually this gospel falls after St. Mary's feast. We celebrated the feast of the Assumption of the body of St. Mary on August 22nd. And the church put the reading of today just in case the Feast of St. Mary falls on a Sunday. So all the readings will be matching with the Feast of St. Mary. So either weekday there is a, a reading and for Sundays there is another reading. So the Feast of St. Mary is covered. I would like to focus today on the last verse that we heard in today's gospel, which is, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and mother. So today the multitudes were asking Jesus, who's your family? Who's your father, mother, and brother and sister? So he, ans he answered and said, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. So all the readings of today are about understanding God's will in our life. Understanding God's will in our life. With the grace of God, I, will, I would like to talk about three points. First one is God has a perfect plan for each and every one of us. The second point is the concept of fullness of time. When does God answer our prayers? And the third will be, how can I follow God's plan in my life? The first one is, God has a perfect plan for each and every one of us. If we look at the life of Joseph, the righteous in the book of Genesis, and see that in the beginning of his life, he spent about 13 years not knowing what's going on in his life. First, he was sold to the Ishmaelites in, as a slave and went to Egypt. Then he was put in prison by false accusation. And he spent, if we do the math, we'll find that Joseph was sold to the Egyptians at the age of 17. And then he stood before Pharaoh to interpret his dream when he was 30 years old. So the difference is 13 years. 13 years, Joseph doesn't know or didn't know what's going on. But we see that Joseph understood the will of God in his life when we see the end of the story. In Genesis 50, he said he was talking to his brothers who betrayed him and sold him. He told them, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. This should be the theme of our life. Everything around us should be working for good. So even if we see evil things, bad things, hardships, tribulations going on, we should not be afraid, we should not be scared, we should not be worried because at the end we will say, you meant evil against me but God meant it for good. In the beginning Joseph didn't understand the will of God in his life. He was just going from problem to problem. And God gradually was trying to reveal his will in Joseph's life. But imagine that you spend 13 years not knowing what's going on. That, that's, that's a lot. 
So, but what happened? Joseph was faithful. He was patient. His love to God was genuine, was, was true, was a true love. He wasn't just loving God to get something from him. And this was the lesson that God was trying to teach to the people of Israel in the wilderness. So when they were getting from God food and drink and good things, they were loving God and following him, saying that he is the best God ever. But when they were in need of something and they didn't find it, they started to complain and saying, where is God? We want to go back to Egypt. We don't go back to the promised land. And this was the only lesson that God was trying to teach to the people of Israel throughout the 40 days in the wilderness. You need just to be thankful. Live the day. Trust in the Lord. God has a perfect plan for you. That's why we hear in every liturgy, the priest prays saying, manage our life as deemed fit. Manage our life as deemed fit. Manage our life not the way we like, the way we want, but manage our life the way you, O oh God, see that it's the best for us. And when we ask, what's the ultimate goal for the plan of God in our life? It's the salvation of our souls, that we go to heaven. That's the goal. But each and every one of us, we have different personalities. We have different circumstances, different families, different jobs. So there is one goal for everyone, is the salvation of our souls, that we inherit the kingdom of heaven. But our lives are different. So we have different plans, but at the end, it's one goal. Sometimes we understand the will of God from day one. Sometimes it takes time to understand the will of God. But at the end, it's the eternal life. It's the salvation of our souls. So what do we need to do? We need just to be faithful, to follow God regardless of the circumstances, whether they're good or bad. When we look at Joseph's life, we see that his faithfulness in prison, in his master's house, in, in the house of his father Jacob, after becoming the second man in Egypt. So Joseph, after 30 years of his life, realized what was the purpose of the, of the plan of God in his life or God's will in his life. He understood that God wanted him to save not only the country that he lived in, but also to save the whole world from the famine that happened at, th at that time. And also to become a symbol of Christ. Because as Christ saved us from the famine, from sin, when we were, we were hungry and we were thirsty for righteousness, Christ came and saved us. So Joseph become, became a symbol of Christ. Also, he had a role. He had, there was a purpose in his life to save all the people at that time. But this, all, this depends on what? On understanding that there is a perfect plan for each and every one of us. The second point is, there is a concept in the Bible called the fullness of time. Fullness of time. When, when we look, what's the meaning of the fullness of time? It's the perfect timing when God intervenes in our lives to solve our problems or to answer our prayers. So sometimes we ask, 
why God is delayed. I keep talking to God. I keep praying to God. I keep asking something from him. Where is God? God is not listening. God has forsaken me, which is not true. And when we, we ask why there are some answers, is to test our faith, to test our faithfulness, as we saw with Joseph, to teach us humility, just being to humble ourselves before God is, is just a goal in God's plan. So if I just think that I know everything, I know what I'm doing, I don't need God in my life, this is not good. I need to humble myself at all times and ask for God's help. And also to teach us to be thankful at all times. So we thank God whether we are going through good times, good moments, or we're going through tribulations and hardships. Just we keep giving thanks to God. And we'll see at the end that giving thanks to God, this is the will of God in our life. Just to say, thank you, God. When we talk about the concept of fullness of time, it's, it's very clear. In the, in the beginning of the life of our father Abraham, God promised Abraham in the, in the book of Genesis chapter 12 that he will have a son. And he was 75 years old at the time. But when we see when this promise was fulfilled, when Abraham was 100 years old, 25 years later, and we ask Abraham, why didn't you complain? Why didn't you say, I left everything. I got out of my country, my family, my land, and followed God. And see, this is the result. He told me something, and it's not happy. 25 years. But Abraham was faithful. Abraham really loved God from out of his heart. And he believed in the concept of fullness of time. When the time is full, God will give us what we ask for. God will answer our prayers. I really like the words of St. Paul in his epistle to the Romans when he said, and not being weak in faith, he did not, he's talking about Abraham, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised he was able to perform. I'll repeat this one more time. In being fully convinced that what he had promised he was able to perform. So whatever God had promised he is able to perform. God knows what he's doing but in the fullness of time. God was able to save mankind from day one, but he waited for 5,000 years, about almost 5,000 years. Why? Because he was preparing everything until the fullness of time came. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to be incarnate from St. Mary. This was the best time to save us, not before, not after. And this also applies to our life. Sometimes I ask God, oh, I have applied to this job and I didn't get it. For some reason, I started this relationship and it didn't continue. What's going on? Why? Why? Please answer me. Sometimes God doesn't provide an answer right away, but he provides the answer later on, in which we call the fullness of time, the perfect timing when God answers our prayers. So we talked so far about two points. God has a perfect plan for each and every one of us. Second point was the fullness of time. And the third point, 
So if I want to ask myself, now I face too many challenges and I have too many incidents and, and I'm going through a lot in my life. How can I follow God's plan? How can I understand what God wants from me? Number one, the one I just mentioned a few minutes ago, to be thankful. Just to, to take this, so to do every day, to be thankful, to say thank you, God. This is what Paul said, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the will of God. We're talking today about the will of God in our life. Sometimes just the will of God in our life, to be thankful. When God reaches the point that you say thank you, God, every day, regardless of what's going on in your life, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That's why we repeat the Thanksgiving prayer a lot during our liturgical prayers to emphasize that giving thanks to God is the will of God in our life. Number two is to remember how God is good and gracious. Remember to keep reminding ourselves with the good things that God has done in our life. David the prophet said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Sometimes when, I, when I'm going through a hardship or a problem in my life, I forget everything that God has done in my life and just remember what's, what's happening now, which is not true. I need to, to look at the big picture. I need to look at my life. God has done a lot of good things to me. Maybe now at the moment, during this month, this year, I'm going through a hard time. But for sure, God who was able to perform, if we remember the, 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 the verse that Abraham, he was fully convinced that what, what he had promised, he was able to perform. I will tell myself, God is able to do it and to give me what I asked, but in the fullness of time. All what I need to do is to remember how he is a good and gracious God. Number three, Sometimes there's no answer, and it's a time to wait. So there's no yes, there's no. I don't know to proceed forward or to back up. And I keep asking God and praying to God, and there's no answer. Sometimes we go through this waiting time. This wait time is what happened with Joseph. He was in prison, and he was not out of the prison, and he was not killed, so he was just waiting waiting for the, the perfect time when God will ask him to go out and to start his mission. In the book of Lamentations of Jeremiah, it says, it is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation. So the salvation of the Lord is coming. Jeremiah was talking in the Old Testament and he was telling the people of Israel, it is good to wait and to hope quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And this is what happened. God came in the fullness of time and saved his people, even after hun hundreds of years after what Jeremiah said. And we have the same faith. All what we need to do is to hope and to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. The salvation of the Lord is coming to save me from a repeated sin um, uh, uh, that's bothering me, to, to, to solve my problem that for something I'm, I'm, I'm asking for God for years and years. God is coming to save me and to answer my prayer. Number four is to accept the will of God in our life and believe that God always chooses the best for us. 
the famous verse that says, all things, all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. So we're back to the first point that there is a purpose, there is a plan, and we all believe that all things work together for good. So God always chooses the best option, the best plan, the best person. So if I applied for a job or I'm planning to do something and it didn't work, I should not be upset. I should not be complaining that God has left me. This is not true. God is preparing something better for me. Just all what I need to do is to wait, is to be thankful, is to remember how God is good and gracious. I would like to conclude my talk with three verses. Um, the first one is the words of St. Paul the Apostle when he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? So if I want to start to, to, to take those three verses today as a prayer, for, as a personal prayer. First prayer is, Lord, what do you want me to do? Every morning, before I start anything, just I want to ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do today, this month, in my entire life? What's my mission? What's my message? What, what, what do you want me to do? The second is the words of Isaiah. But now, O oh Lord, you are our father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. And all we are the work of your hands. So we're, we're telling God that we are the clay, and he is the potter. He is able to form and reform us. And sometimes there is pressure while doing this process. But at the end, we will have a nice, beautiful vessel of honor. That's why God said about St. Paul that he is a, a chosen vessel. But St. Paul had to go through first, through this situation of being blind and didn't know what, what's going on. And then he understood and he became a preacher. So we need to, to understand the concept that we are the clay and he is the potter. To do whatever he wants in our life and we will submit to his will. The final prayer that we can pray to understand and follow God's plan in our life, the words of David the prophet when he said, make known to me, O Lord, the way in which I should walk. First, I need to ask God, show me the way, which way I should go in. Number two is to teach me to do your will. And look here, David asked God to make known to him the way, but he asked him to teach him the will. So the will of God is a learning process. I need to keep learning. I need to keep exploring the will of God. And finally, let your Holy Spirit guide me in the straight way. God, if you see me going off track, please bring me back in the way. Through what? Through the Holy Spirit that's within us. When we get the Holy Spirit through the sacrament of chrismation or confirmation, we become a temple of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is working within us in our hearts and our minds. So if we ask God to show us the way, to teach us to do His will, and to let His Holy Spirit guide us in the straight way, we will be able to understand the will of God, and the will of God be revealed in our life. May God help us to understand His will, and to become part of His family, as He said, 
Whoever does the will of God is my brother, my sister, and my mother. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.